Welcome, my friends, to Next Level Change Success, a change conversation for leaders, project and change practitioners for today and tomorrow. My name is Therese Perez of MyVirtualChangeManager.com and I'm an experienced change and project professional and people leader with many years of experience in the industry. I love business and I love the people side of business especially. So nothing lights me up more than seeing people use change management, project management and strong change leadership to engage, motivate and inspire people and ultimately transform organizations. If you've heard about change management and have no idea of what it involves, then you're in the right place. If you know about change management, but you want to take your practices to the next level, then this is where you should be. I'm going to share the stories of my experiences, interview some fantastic people, and I'm going to explore all of the challenges and opportunities that you face in organizations right now. So please join me and let's go and have some fun. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Next Level Change Success. My name is Therese Perez, and I would like to welcome you to this podcast, and I'm the founder of myvirtualchangemanager.com. So before I begin, I'd like to acknowledge that I'm recording on Aboriginal land and pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians on the land on which I am recording. So it might sound a little bit different, I'm a a little bit off-site at the moment. And today we are talking about the link between culture and change plans and also the whole central focus of change, which is about assessing change impacts accurately and how that might affect your change plan. So knowing that the change plan is an output, but the inputs into that are definitely going to be the cultural context in which you're rolling out the change and how you can link that change plan and the methodology and the type of interventions that you're going to be using, how those line up with the culture of the organization so that they're effective. And also about change impacts. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, but it is really key around knowing that the more accurately you assess the impact of a change, the more thoroughly you do that, the more thorough your change plan is going to be and the more effective it's going to be in addressing the change challenge that you have in front of you. And I I can't kind of express that enough about the importance of assessing change accurately. And oftentimes that this comes from experience. So every time that you implement change, if you're a change practitioner in your career, you're going to find that the more times you roll out certain changes, the more you're going to understand the right questions to ask, the right interventions to put into place and the more effective they're going to be if you relate them through and link them through to the culture of an organization. And I'd like to give you some examples because the reason why I really wanted to record this particular episode was because there's that key link um, where a change or a change plan or the approach you're going to take is either going to resonate or not with an audience. So this concept of one size fits all actually is not appropriate when it comes to change. And actually it's almost like the contradiction to how you approach change. You never look at it as, well, I've done this type of change before. This is the type of things that I did in this organization or with this team. And so therefore I'll roll out the same thing because, you know, it'll work here because it works there. And it's, it's totally the, the wrong approach to take. It's actually about making sure that every single time, even if it's the same type of change, that you are 
listening and replaying back to the business that connection between what you're looking to achieve through to the way in which they work. It's really, really key and it will affect the uh, impact, the effectiveness of, of what you're trying to roll out. So let me give some examples um, of different types of organizations that I've worked with and the cultural nuances with those organizations um, and every single industry has its own nuances because of the employees who are within that organization, the industry that they're in, the type of unspoken culture that supports their service model and then um, how you link that in. So when going into an organization and looking at its culture as such, the first kind of nuances I always like to look at is how responsive are certain business areas or how does information get disseminated? How engaged are the leaders? What type of profile do they fit insofar as are they directive? Are they flexible? Um, uh, is there someone within that group or that particular group who is, whether it be the formal leader, but certainly has a, a position of power? And is there almost a social network that happens within an organization? And a lot more is actually being written about this social network as being a key enabler of change and a network that you should be tapping into and almost leveraging. So certainly I have worked in organizations where the word of mouth has spread faster than any sort of formal um, communication. And I think that that is really key. Get to know who the the uh, nodes of influence are and nodes being N-O-D-E-S. So if you think about hubs of information and where that might actually be disseminated from, you, you start to understand the influencer network that exists within organizations and it means that those who may not have positional power they have uh, that influencing power and you want to engage them so important that you observe that understand it connect in with it because they are going to the people or going to be the people that you really want to leverage as either change champions, ambassadors, people who you want to work with, connect in with, ask questions of, and to test your change plan and approach with, because they're gonna let you know what's gonna be effective and not. And if when you're talking about grassroots level change, you absolutely wanna make sure you're jumping the levels of what we call positional power, which are those who basically have the role to lead change, which are oftentimes the leaders in the leadership hierarchy. So you want to tap into both, always take a hybrid approach, the positional power, like the authority within an organization is important to make sure that you're working with leaders, that you're empowering them, uh, providing them with the right information when it comes to your change plan. And then also the social network, the influencers. So have you got a change champion network for want of a better term? And I will unpack that in future episodes regarding uh, the Change Champion Network and whether that is an outdated notion or whether that's something that you would still leverage. But certainly you would look from a, an almost informal perspective, the social network and how you can communicate to certain members of that group to get the best outcome for the change. So when looking at your change plan, as I mentioned, oftentimes I see change plans, they don't have the leadership of a cohort explicitly called out nor any interventions in relation to that group it is really key because they are going to affect the change and be responsible for implementing the change and then you also have the social network so whether you're setting up a, a change champion 
type cohort and then target certain specific individuals and and have conversations with them and ask them to join that network um, that change champion network that is one way in which you can approach especially an organization that might have might heavily sway towards the social network versus um, the formal authoritative uh, hierarchy so a couple of things to to make sure that we're always on the change plan is the acknowledgement of those two systems which always exist in an organization. Now, always looking at culture, I think the other thing to really look at are the values expressed in that organization and see how the values line up with the behaviors. So do the values have traction? Are they something that people really associate with when looking at the brand um, and working within that organization? If there is that really strong loyalty to the brand, which absolutely can happen in a lot of effective corporates, then looking at how you can leverage that. And that comes down to the link to the brand, the strategy, the vision, and the values, and making sure that your change initiative in so far as the change planning has that themed messaging. So does it use the same words? Does it reinforce those existing behaviors? Does it really understand whether the value set may not explicitly call out the sense of belonging? Like, will that be part of your change strategy in your communication framework to really call that out and do you set up constructs around that and those interventions being you know are there groups where people can come together or work together connect with each other where you're reinforcing that sense of belonging and purpose and you will find that the most effective change plans actually in fact really do reinforce that sense of purpose within the organization and really leverage that especially for staff and employees who are really, really uh, passionate about where they work, the service they provide, that link through to community and the effect that they're having from day to day. So where there's a really strong sense of purpose in an organization, you really want to align with that. You don't want to stray from it ever because you really want to leverage it, especially when it comes to change. And that comes down to linking the why to the sense of purpose for the organization. So there's a couple of ways in which the culture can really be aligned to I wouldn't say leveraged because I feel like it kind of cheapens that concept but certainly aligned to so that you can continue to emphasize that and um, play on the strengths of the culture of the organization in which you're working then let's talk about change impacts and how that links through to the actual change plan and this once again is really key like the change impact assessment is the heartbeat of the change plan even though it's an input that most people will never see there's not often that a an executive stakeholder or a sponsor is going to be stepped through this is exactly how these are the detailed change impacts that we've assessed it doesn't happen what they see is a summary of it and the story around it and the importance of the change impact assessment in being able to get the right change interventions is that the change plan is a response to it. So change impact assessment and input, the output is the change plan and the right level of intervention that is required and support that is required to take the impacted individuals from a current state to a future state. So let me play it back to you a little bit. So if There were certain individuals who, for example, needed an increasing capability, new skills that they needed to develop to be able to get to that future state. The change plan will outline that 
insofar as the training required, the coaching, the on the job coaching that would be required, the level of reinforcement is different to a group who just need to keep informed about the change. So they're not directly impacted, but they do need to be made aware of the change. So thus the importance of making sure that your correlation and the link between the change intervention is there between the impact and then what you're doing to move people from the current to the future state. Now where people fall down from a change impact assessment is that they don't do their homework thoroughly enough and I don't mean analysis paralysis, I mean the observation and discussion with individuals who are impacted to make sure that the different aspects and ways in which they're impacted are appropriately assessed. So oftentimes for those changes where there may not be as much success in outcomes is that the change was understated. So it was like, yeah, this person, for example, has had a a different uh, way of working. So they've had a new system be put into place. But what people have looked at is, well, what do they need from a training perspective or a learning perspective to actually have them be able to use the new system? So we're going to train them on the system but we don't assess the procedures or processes that that person needs to also undertake off the system, but to make that system part of their process, if that makes sense. So the underplaying or underassessment of change impacts where a change person might say, well, I'm just assessing the, the technology that's being rolled out. I'm not going to assess the day-to-day work procedures that they need to now change as a result of that system being rolled out is where the change plan will be found wanting and be deficient. So it's really important that all of the different change aspects are assessed. And we talk about this in the operational change assessment, in the operational change management training that we've put together with myvirtualchangemanager.com, the need to holistically assess the impacts versus look at specifically only one aspect of the change is really what all change practitioners need to do to ensure that the change plan is adequate and it's going to meet the needs of the impacted individuals. So just a couple of things around obviously the culture and then obviously the change impacts and being thorough in that assessment. The basic rule is that the more an area or people are in impacted by the change, the more thorough the change plan needs to be to engage those individuals and make sure that they have enough support to move them and to walk with them from a current state to a future state. So please make sure that the following things are done, that the change impact is thorough, that the culture is considered and that the change plan lines up with the strategic intention of the organization. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was short, sharp, I hope to point, and that it's helped you if you're midway or at the beginning or even towards the end of your change planning journey because these type of alignment tips are the things that are going to help shift the dial when it comes to change effectiveness, when it comes to the output side of the equation and also to the outcome side of the equation as well. So thank you for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic day. And just remember that change matters because your people matter. Have a great day.